Good day to you and yours. Thanks for listening to WagerAger. This is Dean Ice. Going to get you to part two of our first WagerAger happy hour that was recorded the other night, Friday evening. Nobody has shit else to do right now, so we uh, cracked open a few drinks and just started talking about you know COVID-19, NFL free agency. Part two here is going to be all NFL free agency. Part one was cut short because of the computer bomb out. But then part two, we pick up right with uh, Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater. We're talking about him, some of the NFC South futures lines, divisional lines. We get into other divisions. So we'll probably do this coming up for the next, um, I don't know how many Fridays. It might be for the next 12 months on Fridays and just have a grab bag of topics. I think it's going to be a lot of NFL free agency right now. We'll talk about how we're coping and uh, trying to keep ourselves sane during this pandemic. But without further ado, enjoy myself, DUI, and Rager Dutch, part two of the first Wager Rager Happy Hour. segment that was pretty good too yeah we'll certainly be clipping something i don't know what happened the uh computer that i purchased just fucking bombed out well not just purchased but four months ago and there's no porn on it so i don't know what happened but we'll split it up into two segments i think we're talking about the carolina panthers guys teddy bridgewater or something about a bbc uh, <laughs> i mean maybe can i just say maybe that's the problem that there isn't enough porn on your computer maybe that's the problem maybe yeah, so. the computer can't operate unless there's porn yeah, you got to give it a workout with those cookies. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pornhub apparently has, a, what, premium for free right now? Yeah. yeah. I, I still – I would love for someone to tell me what the benefits of Pornhub premium are because Pornhub Rego works, works pretty great. <laughs> yeah, does we that mean you get the clips weekend. that are, like, lengthened? Because I don't out. need that much time. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's not, like, a, a like 60-minute videos. Nobody needs that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, them picking them up at their house and, like, going through a bullshit dinner. You're like, what the fuck's wrong with <laughs> that? forward through all that anyways. <laughs> yes. Let's get the smack in cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be talking about NFL free agents. Oh boy! This is the happy hour. It's wager rager happy hour. This is definitely going to be a new thing that we do. Uh, maybe from here, no, not maybe. We'll definitely do it from here on out. We'll probably go to video at some point too. Um, but let's let's talk about just divisional lines. I'll just throw it out. I don't know if that's on audio before it cut out. Saints still favored minus one thirty five. Carolina plus fourteen hundred. Oh, okay, I do recall that I did say this, and we got into Carolina. That's how it happened. That's three drinks deep. Okay. Are there any other thoughts that you have for this division right here? Atlanta Falcons plus 575. They signed Todd Gurley, right? They did sign Todd Gurley. I don't know what Todd Gurley has left. And I also don't know what Dan Quinn's interest in the running game is. It feels like he hasn't really had one for years. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's fair that the Saints should be favored in that division. Um, I, I think – Tom Brady's, you know, he's great, but he's gonna, also going to be acclimated to a new team, new coach for the first time in his career. Um, I, I don't think he just walks in and becomes the favorite of the division. I think the Saints are, are a well-built team top to bottom. They're bringing back one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. And, and I think they're, they're extremely well coached. I, I think that they should absolutely still be the favorites there. I agree with you. Uh, Sean Payton, great coach, has coronavirus. Needs to kick that first. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. It's it's uh, hard to keep up with who has it right now, but like the British Prime Minister does, Prince Charles and Sean Payton, of course. Uh, Saints also signed Emmanuel Sanders, something that I don't want us to forget either. He is a very solid number two. I love Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel that Sanders is a good little is a good wide receiver. I didn't forget that because I didn't even know that. That's, uh, yeah. that's, also that's true. what I'm saying. I acted like I did, but definitely yeah. didn't. <laughs> I love the NFL free agency distracts us a little bit, but it's also coming at a time where it's 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 hard to take it in entirely because of just everything that's going on right now. So it it's great that it's out there, but it's just so easy to have everything mixed in and diluted right now. But we'll definitely have some podcasts about just breaking down maybe two divisions at a time and go through the signings and just go through some of the odds. But the Saints are still there. Drew Brees, I know he struggled in that playoff game against, what was that, Minnesota? They lost Minnesota, to? Yep. yeah. And we'll see what happens next year. Sean Payton's really good, but they, they are not a team that is built to come from behind. I know that they have a lot of stars, but you can't expect Sean or Sean Payton, Drew Brees to be thrown downfield. Maybe that's why Taysom Hill was thrown downfield, which has yeah. he been signed? Has Hill, Hill been signed anywhere? I think they franchised him unless I'm – Strong move right there. They, I am they couldn't have franchised it right him. now. They couldn't have franchised him at a quarterback salary. That that didn't happen. I just see a uh, headline. Like Taysom Hill has earned a shot as the Saints QB two. Oh, it's some some Saints blog. Some idiot from from New Orleans probably wrote it. He's okay. probably dead. He's probably dead at this point, unfortunately. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Apple's going to shut this shit down. Beignets aren't saving anybody. Yeah. Per capita, I think Louisiana is in the worst shape right now. With yeah. It's, it's not going right? well. Louisiana and Michigan. Mardi Gras is what they're placing the blame on right now, I think. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I mean, all, all like joking aside, that's probably a huge issue. Bourbon Street alone is probably a cesspool of uh, Corona. Yeah, good luck, New Orleans. Moving on, we're going to go Oof. to uh, Dak Prescott franchise tag for $33 million. Wow. That's a big number, guys. It, it is a big number, and unfortunately, he's trying to somehow get bigger. Like, you know, he's trying to get into that Russell Wilson territory. I, I, it, from everything I read, it sounds like Dallas is eventually going to cave. Like this is, it's a cat and mouse game at this point. But it sounds like Dallas is eventually going to cave and give him what he what he wants. I, I, it doesn't seem like they have a second option. Yeah, I was going to say, um, what are their options right now? Exactly, and unless they're going to try to make, I, I I don't believe for a second that they weren't in on Brady. I think that they absolutely were interested in Brady, but um. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I mean, how, how would it they? Jerry Jones wants to put Brady's face on that big fucking, what, 75-yard fan of vision screen. He, he, would, he, would, he would love sure that. Like, Come he look at this. <laughs> yeah, Dak, uh, they probably should have signed Dak to a long-term contract instead of Zeke last year. I think Zeke is going to be the last big long-term running back deal that we see. I'm not going to say ever, but that's, that's a thing of the past. Yeah, and they I, need I, to get Dak signed. As, as a guy that's a fan of Saquon Barkley, unfortunately, I think you're right. Uh, oh, that's true. Maybe, that that maybe is true. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I mean, Barkley already has a pretty big deal. I mean, it's not these giant deals, you know, the second deals, but his rookie deal was pretty big. And, like, he's – I want to say he's, like, the fourth or fifth highest paid running back in the league at this point. 
Yeah, he came in and was uh, pretty high paid. That that is a good point. I mean, there's there's going to be these these running backs that come along that deserve that money, but I think it's going to be like three per every five years, three per decade at this point. Honestly, I, I mean, mean it, after what just happened to Todd Gurley, I don't know how you give money to a running back at this point. That can be just such a financial setback for a team. And yeah. it's just hard to believe. Todd Gurley was the star of that team. He scored in, what, like 20 straight? He scored a touchdown in, like, 20 straight games, 18 straight games. Started to get hurt, dwindle down. He was barely featured in the NFL playoffs that year. And they ended up in the Super Bowl, but Todd Gurley was, like, non-existent. It's crazy how yeah, that works. Didn't he score, like, 22 touchdowns in that? A ton. He scored. Like, he scored. Yeah, and he was, like, benched in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't there. Who was – oh, who was that – Battering Ram. Fat oh, what's back. his name? Oh, uh, Moore. Moore is his uh, Oh, God. He used to play on Carolina, no? Yep. Carolina and Denver, I think. Yeah. You know what? If we weren't a few drinks deep, I think we would remember C.J. Yeah, Anderson. Uh, C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, in 2018, cool. 2018, Todd Gurley scored 21 touchdowns. Like Crazy. And, and he's cut. He's cut two years later. And he's 26. 26. Exactly. He still has a little bit left, but I don't know how much left. That'll be interesting. We've spent some time on the uh, on the NFC South. I guess we did get into NFC East with Dak Prescott. I'm going to be honest. I'm an Eagles fan. A lot of Eagles fans are not big Dak guys. I think that Dak's talented. I think that Dak is worthy of a big deal. I'm not going to lie. Can't disagree with it. I, I think his he, performance He doesn't is, turn his, the ball over. I mean, yeah, I cut you off, but he, he no. does not turn the ball over. He's a good quarterback. Is he a top 10 quarterback? Probably. Is he a top five quarterback? Probably not. But I think he's worthy of a, a decent long-term deal. Yeah, I think so. And I think that in today's market, I think that he has done enough to prove that he is not only, you know, he's a lot more durable than, than Tony Romo was. He is, right. he, he's put up great. He's put up very solid numbers. Uh, in what in, is this is this going to be his fifth year as a starter? Maybe he's just going to be five now. Yeah, four or five, maybe. Four. I want to say he's you know made the playoffs twice, three times. Twice they had a bye week the one year. Yeah, because he came in, he took over for Romo. Oh right? yeah, yeah, because Romo got hurt. Dak came in. I think this is going to be five. Yeah, I think that right. is crazy to think of. Crazy yeah. to think of. This is going to be five, and they had that bye week. They lost to the Green Bay Packers. I was living in Wisconsin at that point. Everybody was cheering for Green Bay. And, uh, yeah, he, he lost his first uh, playoff game after that bye. But they came in. He played really well. Everybody was saying he's the next Russ Wilson. I believe they went 13-3 and and got the one seed that year. You are correct. Even three drinks run. deep, I can still remember some things. Nails it. He nails at. it. No, the nice the superhero right there. Just couldn't think of CJ Anderson though, but CJ Anderson's kind of hard to remember. I mean, no, that, that who was... remembers CJ Anderson? <laughs> he he is he's overweight too. Deep sleeper fantasy leagues, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, where the fuck are they one. right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull up some NFC East odds, and we'll have some more podcasts going into this. But NFC East odds right now, the favorite co-favorites actually, Eagles and Cowboys, both at plus one twenty on Bovada. Your Giants, DUI, plus 750, Washington. Washington Foreskins, Redskins, plus 1,000. Um, so uh, a tie between Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys have a very talented roster and a new coach, uh, a better coach than Jason Garrett. So it should be a fight there in the NFC East. 
Hey, listen, Jason Garrett is the best offensive coordinator in the league. Oh, so. shit, I forgot. He went to your <laughs> New York Giants. Listen, oh, my he's gonna, God. He's going to turn this ship around. It, Look, like, he's the a Gi- good offensive mind, right? He just – He is. Yeah. It, like, the, the, it's so funny, like, looking at the Giants coaching staff right now. They're like the, the – the, the moron Avengers. It's like you get Joe, you know, Joe judge, a special teams coach. You get uh, Jason Garrett fired from the Cowboys. You get yep, uh, yep. The, the idiot, the idiot from Cleveland um, is the tight ends coach. Now what a, what a roller coaster that guy's been on. What's his name? The the head coach of Cleveland last year. Um, oh, Kitchens, Kitchens. Yeah. Freddie yeah, Kitchens. Freddie, Freddie Kitchens went from being the running backs coach to being the head coach. So now he's the tight ends coach. Like, oh, he's the tight ends coach on the Giants. Yeah, he's the he's the Giants' new tight ends coach. So you have a lot of former head coaches time. going on there in the Meadowlands. Yeah, and, and look which, at that. It's it's interesting. It's going to see how it. I mean, you know, you can barely consider Freddie Kitchens a head coach. He was there for <laughs> a, a minute and a half, and everyone thought he was the dumbest coach in the league. He but, was there uh, for a Schlitzer too. Exactly. <laughs> he was there for a Schlitzer too. It was yeah. It was not a good appearance. I'll never forget when they had third and goal on the nine. He had Odell run a go route. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's not working out. Sunday night football <laughs> yeah. against the Rams. It's like, you know what? Not going to happen. And people no. actually thought, because they rallied a little bit late season, they still didn't look good. But people thought maybe he'd stay. He didn't stay. No. No chance. Let's do a power five to six minutes here and just go through some more of these signings. We can just comment about what we think. And I'll pull up some odds on their teams. Uh, I think the next biggest one, you could argue, but Colt signing Phillip Rivers, one year, $25 million. Interesting, no? 38 years old? Yeah, I mean, the quarterbacks are always big. And I was, I mean, I was surprised he didn't go somewhere in Florida after he moved his family there. And, you know, obviously, you know, how, 12 kids. Yeah, exactly. How weirdly family oriented he is. But no, I, I think that, uh, I don't think Jacoby Brissett was bad last year. I, I don't think that he's got enough to, to kind of get you over the hump. I do think Philip Rivers was bad last year. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, <laughs> you know, you, if you if you watch some of those some of those Thursday night games that he was, I believe it was was it a Denver game where he I threw think you're six, right. six picks or something like that. It was tough to like, watch. Just, just you gotta love the enthusiasm though. Yeah, he does get fired up. He's like, God dog it. <laughs> Dude just loves football. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. off and football. <laughs> the Colts I mean, are it's... favored in that division, guys. Plus one fifty. It's it's almost a tie, and you can probably find varying odds. But Titans plus one seventy, Texans and Bill O'Brien plus two fifty, which we can get into them next. But Colts are the favorite. I yeah, like the I, I... sorry. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say. Don and I were talking about the. We were talking about this a little bit earlier that uh, I, I I played the Colts a lot last year. They they did well for me in the beginning half of the season. Second half of the season, I started getting fucked on them because Vegas started catching up to it. But I love watching the Colts for some reason. They're fun to watch. They weren't that far off last year, so I don't know. Maybe shaking it up with the gunslinger might uh might work this year. Yeah, and, and T.Y. Hilton was out if I remember correctly, for the, the majority of the year last year. Yeah, he was back and forth. Like, he came in for, like, a game, and then, like, he was, like, kind of like a decoy and then uh, never really did much. So, yeah, you're right on that, too, right? Yeah, he, he only played 10 games last year, uh, 500 yards. 
so yeah, he, he was out of the lineup a lot last year. So I, I think that's, I mean, I, I can't say that it's a better weapon than, than Keenan Allen and, and Hunter Henry. I think that San Diego had a better offense and they yeah. were really held back by Rivers last year. Um, so I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he improves the Colts all that much. Um, I think, it, I think that line is more wow. of a, more tells you about the, the step back that, that they think Houston is going to take losing DeAndre Hopkins, who is one of the top two, three receivers in the league. I, I don't know if you can go much below that. Um, I think that that might be one of the more mind-numbing trades I've ever seen in the history of the, of the NFL. I agree. Nice segue into the next one. Um, yeah, Houston Texans, Bill O'Brien. We know that he's not that great of a head coach, GM now. I know, well, now I know that him and DeAndre Hopkins apparently had issues. What was it? David Johnson from the Cardinals, a fifth-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins? Some, yeah, I don't know off the top of my Ooh. head. <laughs> I mean, DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> catches anything thrown his way. And like he's you so said, good. if he's not the best wide receiver, you could argue he's not the best wide receiver because he doesn't have the size. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's I, I don't think there's a question. And, Mike, Michael Thomas is the best wide receiver in football. and Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Julio, you, you know, you can throw um, – you know, even Antonio Brown, you might consider him still in the NFL. Um, there, <laughs> I don't know. But, he's now out of the conversation. Uh, that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, he's now. Uh, I think he might have corroded off. Top, top XFL <laughs> wide receiver, maybe. But yeah, Michael Thomas for sure. DeAndre Hopkins catches everything. I just don't understand that trade. I think that Houston is finally going to come back down. We'll see. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's good, but you're, you're taking away pieces from him. You, you're, you're taking away pieces, and Bill O'Brien is not going to change. They're barely getting to 9-10, might have gotten to the 11-win mark at some point in the past few years. I think they're, they're right around that again. Nine wins. Tennessee Titans will be right there as well. They're plus 170. Um, the Colts, the Colts do have a really good defense, and I think that's why we saw them really sprint out to that hot start. That that defense, Frank Reich, did some really good things. He did what he could with Jacoby Brissett. Rivers, I guess, brings in that quote-unquote leadership, but I don't know about much else. But um, I, I kind of steered it towards the Colts. I, I didn't mean to, but if you want to touch on the Texans, go for it. You mentioned the Titans, and I'll touch on them quickly. How dumb they are to franchise uh, Derrick Henry, their best player, and give – Ryan Tannehill, one of the most ridiculous contracts I've ever seen in the history of this league, where he's getting ninety million guaranteed, and oh he couldn't God. like he. I believe I don't remember if he was actually benched, but Jeez. he might as well have been benched with Miami last year or the year before, I should say. He might um, have been. Yeah, yeah they, like, they did. They benched him for uh, Fitzmagic, right? Yeah, that, I mean Ryan Tannehill stinks, and they gave him ninety million guaranteed and, and just this gigantic deal. And I, I, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what they were possibly doing. That that was a team that should have been in on Brady, because I think that Brady would have put them o- over the top. Yeah, I agree, and I thought they were. Yeah, I thought they were. I saw some. Some leaks, some leaks on Twitter of Brady and Edelman. Brady was on FaceTime with Vrabel at some college basketball game, and everybody was like, all right, if he's going anywhere, it's going to be Tennessee. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, four years, $118 million. 
62 million guaranteed if i'm reading through it correctly you might be right with 90 i mean it's been a few beers but uh <laughs> maybe i can't read words right now but that is outrageous <laughs> and and i did not realize that they friend <laughs> hogwarts i did not realize that they franchise tagged henry i didn't realize that yeah wow how much is that worth that's got to be yeah, I'm not well, sure what the, the running, running backs is. don't get paid as much anymore, but that's no. still going to be a pretty penny. But they they also in the same vein let Dion Lewis walk, who was their who was their big change of pace guy. So he's a um, great change of pace guy. He is. He actually guy. signed with the Giants. So big ups. Definitely, I'll choose a couple more and then we'll wrap it up. There's plenty of time. We'll record other things. Uh, yeah. I'll pivot back. Speaking to the of NFC. change of pace. Yeah. Oh, oh a, a little crack of the beer. Oh, a couple We're beers. We're going seltzer, fellas. <laughs> Two more things that I'll throw at us. One, we don't need to talk about divisional odds. Amari Cooper, five years, $100 million. That happened. That's Cowboys re-signed him. So that, uh, they, that, that's crazy. They signed Cooper, which I think is great. Uh, big deal. Zeke, and they're still waiting to sign Dak. That is interesting. I think. Oh, but how about, how about uh, you know, Cowboys-wise, how about their center just retired out of nowhere? 28 I, yeah. years old. That's huge because that was they're, their they're stacking everything that was, up. They have this that was coach. their calling card for years. Yeah, was how great that offensive line was, and he now their retires. coach, their their offensive line coach left, went to the Giants, and um, and now their center leaves. Like that, you know, the, you know, they're still they still got four studs on that offensive line, but it's going to be interesting to see how they fill. You know, uh, everyone says that the quarterback of the offensive line is the center, so we'll see how how they can fill that spot. Yeah, that that was that came out of left field. They have prided themselves on that offensive line, and it's very interesting. You would think that he'd be gung ho, ready to play. Maybe he's worried about coronavirus. I don't know. That 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 is very odd because they're they're stacking that thing up. New head coach. They're going to sign Dak. I mean, they they have him on that one year deal. They'll get him on a long term deal. And I think they're the favorites to win that division. I know that I'm an Eagles fan, but I just look at the talent and I look at everything there. I think that they're. They're the, the favor or should be the favorites. Last thing that'll leave us with, I kind of forgot about this one, but the bill was traded for Stefan Diggs. It's a good move. Yeah. yeah. Will Josh Allen be able to find him? I yes. mean, he's just going to whip it as far as he fucking can and, and have <laughs> Stefan Diggs run under it. That's, I mean, Stefan Diggs might be one of the fastest guys in the NFL and to have him just run over Josh Allen bombs would be, would be fun to watch. Ideal situation right there for viewership. It would be good. I I hope that Josh Allen works on his accuracy. I I always think that these fast guys are better served on teams, you know, in a dome or in the warm weather. I would just love to see, you know, you can go to Orchard Park south of Buffalo, which is where the Bills play. I spent a year of my life there. It was pretty miserable. But it it could be snowing in October, and the weather is not great. The weather is not conducive to you know these these deep for the deep game it can happen of course like just one play hit and that's what you need with Diggs. but i was a little bit shocked that he ended up there it's not like he signed there in free agency he was traded was there trade. of course uh but kirk cousins no longer has stefan Diggs. how about that <laughs> yeah that's that that's gonna be bad for kirk who's he gonna apologize to now yeah he's gonna apologize to i guess they have uh white lightning adam thielen and sure. no more stefan Diggs. And they they signed Kirk Cousins again, right? Or they yeah, signed. another another long deal, like another. I mean, you know, NFL contracts are garbage to begin with, so you never know what a long a deal really is. But um, yeah, no, it's it's a multi year deal with guaranteed money. Like uh, I, I don't I don't get it. 
Yeah, he signed up front for three years, which I was about to say, did they, he didn't, he wasn't eligible or not eligible. He didn't need to sign, but I guess he was going into his lame duck year. Lame duck extension. year. It was an extension. Yeah. Two years through 2022. Oh man. <laughs> They're going to go with Kirk Cousins again. I guess he did win a playoff game for the first time ever. Yeah. In New Orleans. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> now, did- <laughs> Me and you both, man. Me and you both, man. <laughs> the fucking guy. He's so corny. Do you know, I just you lose do. every time. Every time I lose. Anytime he's in the mix, I lose. D nice. Do you do you have the AFC East odds in front of you? Because I'm curious what what Brady's exodus means for the division. I, I, I do. I, I do. I do. I do. Who do you think is favored? So we'll pose it that way. I think Buffalo might be favored because I think they're the hot they're the hot pick for everybody. But I, I it, there's going to be value with the Patriots there with the best coach in the history of the league. I agree with you. If I was not looking at the lines right now, I would say (laughs) I agree that Buffalo should be a slight favorite on Bovada right now. Patriots a slight favorite at plus 115, Buffalo at plus 130, and then Miami and the Jets, we'll call them both plus 800 because the one's – Okay, fair enough. Then then good. The the gambling gambling community agrees with me. Patriots, though, we'll leave it this. We'll record some more this weekend. We're not doing shit else besides drinking in our homes. Who do we think the Patriots quarterback is going to be next year? Just throwing it out there for you guys. I think it's either going to be Jared Stidham or Cam Newton. Okay. Oh, Cam Newton. Cam, yeah, okay. Okay. Put him in the system. Do you think he can, can, like, live the Patriot way, though? I I mean, he's such a – I don't know if that – I mean, they got Randy Moss to adapt to the system, I guess. So, I mean – I mean, for, for a limited time, but uh, Cam, I mean, Cam doesn't see, he doesn't seem like a shithead. Like he's not like, uh, like he's, he's, a, he's definitely right. a me guy, but he doesn't seem like a destructively me guy, if that makes sense. I um, think the issue with him is the way that he types in the, uh, the Instagram stuff and the Twitter, like that, the weird characters, it really just throws me the fuck off. And um, it just I, makes me not like him. He's the definition. <laughs> yeah. He's the definition. I know it has nothing a- to do with football. <laughs> Definitely the definition of a polarizing player. People in Charlotte loved him. And to be honest with you, I'm still a little bit shocked that they parted ways with him. But I guess they did that because there's a new head coach and he wanted to install his own system. And Teddy Biscuits and his BBC will be there. Um, That's right. Slinging that big gun around. Cam Cam Newton in New England's interesting. I don't know if that's going to happen. I was thinking Andy Dalton could be the perfect system quarterback. I mean, the red rocket going up there. Okay. Yeah. Smart guy yeah. goes up there. He's not asked to do too much. But you Super know religious and disciplined. Yeah, super religious. He, like, wears a rubber ring on his finger during <laughs> NFL games. Like, That's actually the first time I've ever seen a rubber ring. And, uh, like, literally from that moment, I had no plans on getting married when I saw that for the first time. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've used that as something like, yeah, I'm just going to wear that, I think. That's usually what I do. It might not be uh, silicone is what I have. And I wear that when I'm on bachelor parties and vacations where I'm getting trashed. I'm like, yeah, lose my real ring. So I'm going to. That's it. I I do that when I travel internationally and I'm afraid of, um, you know, vagrants and uh, (laughs) gypsies. (laughs) As as our, as our Euro friend uh, mentioned on the last pod. (laughs) Yeah. If you didn't listen to the last podcast and I wish that I had more time, I was, uh, not a bad or not a good family member, and I was recording while at a family party, 
for love of the game. For last love of the family game, right? meetup. Last family meetup before like the pandemic before really quarantine. took off. Yeah, like we weren't yet quarantined, but I was like, all right, we'll do this. It's my brother's birthday. Went upstairs, record a podcast that like, you know, it's not like a hit podcast or anything. I was like, guys, I got to do this. <laughs> it's a pretty but big fucking hit here. Yeah, it's it's big <laughs> fucking hit. Wager raise your happy hour. It's going to be a new thing. We'll, I like you know, it. Hashtag. Going. But, a new uh, sensation. <laughs> last thought, what I think is really interesting is that a team that does not have a quarterback, you know, known who's going to be the quarterback, is favored to win that division. Bill Belichick still in charge. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and not only do they not have a quarterback, they have lost a lot of people this offseason. And they are completely turned over that, which what was an old defense. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great defense. It was a great defense for the first eight, nine weeks last year. And then it became a very old defense. And they've lost five or six pieces off that defense this offseason alone. So I, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see what – I mean, I – in Bill, we trust. I mean, he's he's that much better than everybody else in the league. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like they've lost a lot this offseason, and I don't think it's done. Because I, I, at this point, I don't see how you don't trade away Julian Edelman um, and yeah. just kind of go with these young guys. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, it, it, it what do you have be, left? Right? It, sh- it should be a rebuild at this point. But uh, I don't know if, like, <laughs> Could you imagine if the the Patriots tank at this point and get Trevor Lawrence? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. It's crazy. Like, like, yeah, so you're saying rebuild and they're still favored. I'm thinking maybe just fucking tank this thing and get who you want. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they could ever really be that bad with the best coach with in the league. With Belichick, right. Exactly. I, I don't think that that's possible. Especially where Belichick's motivated. Like, Belichick's been chasing Don Shula, and he, he needs to stack up some wins to, to really threaten him. Like, I want to say he's like 40, 50 behind at, some point, at this point. So, it, it, he's very interested in, in catching Don Shula for the all-time wins. And without Brady, that's a big issue. But I think that um, – I just lost my train of thought. Fuck. That's what it's happens okay. when it's we're drinking hour. during wagering the happy hour. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's, yeah. there's no judgment. It, it's a no judgment zone. What there's I was a, there's going a graveyard of drinks next to me. <laughs> and it's only yeah, 645 on the East here. Coast. Uh, they, they don't have Brady. They don't have Garoppolo. They traded him away. No Jacoby Brissett. I don't know that Bill Belichick would want him there anyways. I'm just saying he's, he's, not, a, he, he's not a bad quarterback, not a great quarterback. But this, this team is still favored to win that division. We're going to see what happens. You bring up a really good point about Shula. He's still chasing that. That's why I think they might go and sign a semi-veteran. Andy Dalton, is Derek Carr still available? He he releases the ball really quick. He's not a terrible quarterback. They they are going to go and try to get someone that fits the system really well. Belichick is still out to prove that, you know, he's on top and that he can get this done. And, look, we'll be in the playoffs next year even without Brady. And maybe they'll even win a playoff game like they did in this past year. So, very, very interesting. And a lot of things that we can talk about in the coming weeks. I'm impressed that we talked about so much when there's no sports on. I mean, this is great. We made it. Yeah. We made it. We should we, probably we, we cut it. We didn't know it. if it was possible. <laughs> we didn't know if it was possible. We should probably cut it here. We're losing our trains of thought. I, I certainly have a couple of times. Let's leave with some uh, 
parting shots, parting words, anything that you guys just want to get off your chest in the last uh, couple minutes here? Who would like to start, Don? Do you want me to uh, – Bueller. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll just I'll, go I'll, into it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that I would gladly, in my apartment, host Khabib Nurmagomedov <laughs> against uh, Tony Ferguson if Dana White is looking <laughs> – is looking for a place to host this fight. It, my apartment is available and uh, corona-free, so feel free uh, set up. There you go. There you go. Tough act to follow there. An I offer mean, right uh, there. It's got to happen somewhere. It might happen in the mountains of Peru, but we could also go to DUI's apartment. <laughs> there you have it. A wager rager first. We've had a happy hour and an invite uh, for the UFC to happen live in an apartment. Or that would be electric. That would be electric. It'd be great. As soon as sports open up, I, I have many wager rager trip ideas, and it might just be me going to games by myself. But it's <laughs> but I the first week that sports open up, I'm, I'm taking the week off, and I'm just gonna go to games and do shit and just be a degenerate. It's gonna be great. Just think about that, that time. Just just that think about will. that time that seems so distant. And in the meantime, uh, yeah. we'll just uh, watch Tiger King and other docu series on Netflix. There you go. And, uh, you know, move forward with life, I guess. Right? Tiger we didn't King. get a chance to talk about that. We'll, we'll so talk that's about how that we'll soon. end the podcast. One minute uh, overview of Tiger King. Dutch. I guess no spoiler alerts, but uh, how do you feel about this? Cause yeah, no spoiler alerts, but uh, I, I would characterize this show if if you were to take your most redneck friend, mix them with the biggest meth head you could find on the street, and jam a bunch of Roman candles down their skin-tight, tight, skinny jeans <laughs> and light them, it's like that. It's like a fucking electric factory. <laughs> Every turn is just a new twist, and it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful symphony of just redneckery and tigers and music videos, apparently. So, you have there we seen go. It. There what we I go. can't believe, what I can't believe, is that it's possible that that Joe Exotic, who is the main character of the of the documentary, Joe Exotic, for, yeah. for those who haven't seen it, is <laughs> might not be in the top uh, five weirdest people on the documentary. There you like, go. This, this That's a great point. Is That's so a great full point. of ridiculous idiocy that Joe Exotic might not even crack the top five of weirdos. I will. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I have one friend from Oklahoma, and that one friend from Oklahoma back in 2012 took a girl there on a date <laughs> because a little cat gets a lot of pussy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Wager happy. <laughs> wager wager happy hour comes too close to that. That that's awesome. Tire Cheers, boys. I'm three episodes deep. I can't wait to get to the rest. We'll record something soon. Cheers, guys. That's great. Stay healthy, boys. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Stay safe and healthy.